my goodness. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to week number six edition of the Sunday Card. We're rocking and rolling. We're jamming and jiving as we go forward in this NFL season. Your hosts are here, Dan Zampano, Matty Ice, Matty C, Matt Silver, and our esteemed, lovely, well-shaven producer, like well-edged-up producer, Lemon Pepper Luke Paracone, I should say. Uh, it's fall, gentlemen. It's mid-October. Things are starting to come into shape in the NFL season. We had a very middling week last week, I would say, with our picks. But Maddie, I'm not afraid of the board this week. I like the board this week, and I'm going to go straight at it 600 miles an hour. You can't skip around the board. We're not playing hopscotch. This is you got to take it head on, straight on. Again, middling last week. Me and Lou were right down the middle. Uh, 500, uh, you know, picks. Danny, we, I got a leg up on the head-to-heads again. So, yeah. you, you know, we got to take it on on the chin on that one. But uh, having a push in the head-to-head was really uh, kind of anticlimactic moment in that uh, Falcons and Texans game. Uh, but, you know, uh, c- c- continue to bet on C.J. Stroud as we go forward. Oh, you disrespected Desmond Ritter so bad last week. He, and where did he come from? Off. He went off. He heard your cries for Heineke and said, hold my beer. It's the best he's looked in any of his NFL starts, and he did it in that game. Mm, it was incredible. Brutal. And I, you knew that was going to land on two, right? I mean, you just – like, there were so many – like, even in the third quarter, just the way the score was pointing out, I'm like, this is going to literally land on two. I'm going to be so mad mm. about it. And, and of course, it did. Uh, and we'll get into all those. First off, before I do anything – Oh, I know we do a football show and things, uh, you know, that that's our main focus and our main goal and everything like that. But I just want to say it's small in comparison to what goes on in the world. Everything going on in Israel right now, just all the prayers and blessings and thoughts out to those people. That's all I wanted to say to start that because it's been bothering me on a personal level the whole week. So we'll, we'll do a football show this week, but just remember, like, this is small potatoes compared to everything else. Anyway... Um, let's go into the, uh, weekend review. We're going to do 10 questions today with five weeks through the season into week number six. We're very excited to do that. Uh, and, and we'll get rocking and rolling on that in just a second. But as we do week in review, not on our, on our, on our docket this week, again, like I said, it felt slow. It felt Felt pretty. The Jets once again are, are starting to pull better. Broncos certainly aren't. I don't know, Lou. You got anything to say for your old Jets? He's there beating up on the Broncos. Uh, Matt, I told you on Sunday that I'm not going to talk smack. So, you know, it's uh, you know, I I feel bad, you know, because you guys suck. Uh, but you know, hey, what are you going to do? You know, it's uh, yeah, we're just better. We're just better. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what to tell We're you. Just better. There it is. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. And that's tough because we got Zach Wilson, and he's better somehow, some way, from the Super Bowl quarterback that you have, and you got Sean Payton. And it's like I told you last week, two weeks ago, whatever it may have been, uh, the worst coaching uh, I've seen in quite some time. So that's that's about it. Thank, that's- thank you for not talking. Thank you for not talking crap. I appreciate that. that no, was- yeah, not talking. We, we somehow. 
no, we, we somehow ended up with the worst of Wilson course. in that matchup. You know, of course, yeah, it's a gentleman, the Scott. No, of course, of course, of course, of course. I love you, buddy. Of course, of course. Oh, we're gonna get off the track in three seconds if we don't keep if we keep going. Let me go uh, to the picks. I went one, three, and one last week. Just, just not, not up to snuff for myself. Maddie two, two, and one, and Lou one, one, and one. So again, like we said, middling. Um, and Matt, we'll just start with with the two head to heads here. We we talked about Atlanta that game very much. The, the one push that we had that game very much back and forth. Ritter and Stroud going at it, punches like throwing uh, two featherweights there. But again, a, another win for the Falcons here, and now undefeated. And then the Rams and Eagles, man. I mean, I know you got the better of that, but holy cow! That game ended at halftime because right at the end of the half is when I said it's dead. They got the touch push. It's over. Right at the goal line. Sucked. Yeah, and then shut them out in the second half because the yeah. Eagles' defensive line was far too much for that paper mache offensive line that the Rams have right now. But I will say, first half, Cooper Cup, that first drive, I mean, they were mm. moving the ball at will. I mean, the Rams are legit. They're going to be a problem for lesser teams. Um, maybe we'll talk about that later this week. But, uh, I, you know, Philly was just too good in that game, I think, defensively. And I'm watching it with my father-in-law, who is, of course, telling me that the ESPN app is broken because the Pats are down to 21 nothing, and he's trying to get fix it to figure it out. But he was watching. He was going crazy. He's got the Phillies and the Eagles. I mean, he's just living large. Uh, so we had that. How about the mind melts, Mo? We also had Arizona and Cincinnati, and that one was one where I thought that we really deserved. I really thought we deserved it. Arizona right at the end of the half, up four, stop Cincinnati at the goal line, immediately tip ball throws, pick six. We're down, we're down three. And then so that really sucked. And then a 63-yard touchdown by Burrow right at the end of uh, the beginning of the, the second half, followed by a fourth and one call where the Cardinals are down by four. That just that call was horrible. There was so much time left in the game. Cardinals really could have had it there, but again, Burrow got right against a bad defense. Yeah, that fourth down call was it for me. Me and were watching. Well, like that's that's it. That was that was the dumb dumbest play call I've seen in a little while. But uh, no, Barrow. That's the thing. I mean, we were picked against him because we said we got to fade the Bengals until he shows us something. And like now, I, I'm not looking at them as you know they have an immobile quarterback who's very limited. Like he looked, he looked good. I mean, I know it was against the Cardinals, but it's just he passed the eye test as far as how he looked in previous weeks, his, his mobility and everything. So. Uh, no, he looks He looks like he's getting back to his old self. No question about it. Let's go through uh, one other winner and one other loser for you. Minnesota, uh, again with the Chiefs and the refs. I mean, it's ridiculous, and they played their hearts out. Not only do they lose and not cover, but they also lose Justin Jefferson. Yeah, that one was tough, too, and there was just spots it felt like I was going to get back in it, and we were going to have a chance. Had a great number. Closed at four. I had five, you know, gave it out five and a half. Um, so I, I thought they had a chance of that one, but yeah, I mean, more, what else is new in the NFL? Yeah, no question about it. And, and then how about those Pittsburgh Steelers? I mean, holy cow, I, that was dead six ways to Sunday and fumbles on kick returns and the amazing Joey Porter interception at the end. Like you must've been screaming at the TV. The, the blocked punt got me running through the kitchen saying, this is how we win. <laughs> This is how the Steelers do it because they look so bad the whole game. And it's like, how are they still in it? Uh, I, the worst case of the drops. I mean, you've seen well-documented all over uh, Twitter and X uh, that the Ravens had a total of seven or eight drops for that would have equaled like 170 oh yards and two touchdowns. I mean, they were 
god awful the wide receivers in that game. Um, but yeah, no Steelers uh, Tomlin spot just a just a classic classic Tomlin spot. Doesn't do anything all game, and then Kenny Pickett throws his touchdown to Pickens like it was out of the moon. I mean, it was incredible. Uh, for me, as we talk about Arizona, a loser, the Rams, a loser, Atlanta, a push. Our one win, Detroit. Uh, Detroit, easy. easy. I mean, no sweat at all, right? I mean, that was a minus 10. It was a great spot, and you just knew, knew like, every drive. Detroit was just driving right down the field. Montgomery and and uh, Josh Reynolds, Sam Laporta had a great game. I mean, they, they're a wagon, and we'll talk about them and that's really it, right? There's no other games that I had on the docket at all. No, you missed one that, uh, man, if we were doing this by like a point differential kind of deal, man, this would have been a real blow to you. You would have would have been down 35 points on this one. It's, is it rock bottom? I mean, this is rock bottom, isn't it? This is rock bottom for, for the Patriots if the people don't know who we're talking about. There, there was only one team that was shut out this week, but um, I want to remind the people in case they didn't know what we were talking about. I didn't forget. Um, I didn't forget that. Now I tried to sneak away. Uh, it's the whole team. I mean, Mac just, I mean, you tell all week, we're not going to turn the ball over. We're not going to turn the ball over. We're not going to get down early. And first two drives, see you later, honey badger. I mean, it was literally exact. And there's no emotional vocal leader on that team. They have become the automatons that their coach is. And it is disgusting to watch. And, I don't even care. I, I don't care about this Raider game. The season is effectively over. If they win the game, fantastic. I'll root for them. Fine. Whatever. There's no reason to not start Mac Jones. I mean, there's nobody behind him. So, you know, what can you do? What can you do? It's it's the way of the world now. It's the way the world works. Patriots. Is this rock bottom? I don't know. If they lose this week, how far do we go? Down the rabbit hole. Because they get Miami and Buffalo the next two weeks. Congratulations. It's tough to stare down 10 games remaining in the season and knowing that they mean nothing. <laughs> they mean absolutely, mean absolutely nothing. nothing. It's crazy. So uh, that's why, thank God for sports gambling. Thank God for fantasy football. Because thank God for the show. Need it. Yeah. Thank God for the show. Because this is my therapy. Uh, you know, I always said bad teams and loser organizations tank. So I, I hope they don't do that. But they may not have a choice because they're not that talented. Uh, so that's it. And that's all. But hey, under the weather, five and oh. So we got the under the weather. Thanks, Patriots. Now, thanks for thanks for your team not scoring a single touchdown or else we would have lost. But thank God they put up zero points. It had nothing to do with the weather. It had absolutely nothing to do with that on Sunday. It, it had nothing to do with the weather whatsoever. It worked. Absolutely ridiculous that you're five and oh. Congratulations. But this had nothing to do with the weather. At hey. Okay. Oh, had nothing. Yeah, yeah, wins. Okay. That's what us Jets fans say after like six weeks yeah. of doing absolutely nothing. We get a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Okay. All right. Yeah, sure. All Wake right. up with a little more pep in your step on Monday morning. Just a little bit. Like it's not that the, there's not endless hope. You know, it's hope. There's no hope. I mean, there's some hope there, but not much. Danny, go uh, ahead. Danny, go ahead. I'm going to go ahead. Um, so that's what happened. And then blue, I mean, blue won one and one against Cardinals, Falcons, San Francisco, uh, probably the best team in football right now. Probably I'm bad. so mad. Minnesota came, came in for San Francisco and I'm so <laughs> mad that I didn't stick to the cojones that I'm mad. I didn't double down on Sunday night, but man, they look good. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I didn't cut you off. 
No, you you're good, man. I I told you what. It's two weeks now. I took them as Super Bowl favorite. I think I got them at plus six hundred. Um, they're the best down to three. football. It, it, it's they're down to three. Yeah, the three. It's down to three hundred. Yeah, yeah, three fifty. Ah, dude, they are so good. They have the most weapons. They're they're linebacker. Their their core is incredible. They are so good at football. It's just insanity. The fast, um, really, really fast. It's like unbelievable. What, they play who, a different speed. Who is it? Fred Warner, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, the whole team is fantastic. They are just. They are, man. And they the, are the best, so coach, good. best coach in the game. Best coach yeah. in the game right now. No question yeah. about it. Take it down again. Yeah, and Matt, just like you, I had both my leans. I took the Patriots, put the Patriots in, had Vegas and the Jets, and just want to throw up because of it. So, and 49ers were a great play as well. So, that's it for this week, like we said. So, uh, let's do 10 questions. As we said, 10 questions, five weeks through the year. Just a few. We gave it out to you guys on a little questionnaire yesterday. And See how you do here, uh, and we'll go really quick as we go through so we can get to the picks. So let's do number one. Matt and Lou, are the Chiefs the early default favorite in the AFC? And if not, who's their biggest threat? They're one of only two teams that are 4-1. The Dolphins are the other one. Who's their biggest threat And if they are not the early default favorite? Of course they are. Of course. What are you talking about? What team are you going to put against them? The Bills, the Dolphins? I would say the Bills are right there. I would say the Bills, uh, you know, they both got couple, an ugly loss. Like, I, I definitely, I will say I discount a loss in London. Like, you know what I mean? That game felt very strange <laughs> last week. Yeah, I mean, there was week one, but, like, weird things happen over. It feels like those games barely should count for the regular season. So, uh, but I think the Bills, they took a bunch of injuries on their defense. So we'll see how that shakes out. Right. But I think that they're right there. And, again, I think the Chiefs receiving core – Kelsey's gonna be banged up all year. Is he ever gonna get right in these receivers? I don't know. That's gonna. Yeah, but, I think that's gonna rear its ugly head. Yeah, but Matt, Matt, come on now. He's got a superstar. He's got Taylor Swift right behind him. He's got the the oh. creme de la creme of. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this that would Matt. be the reason. That would be the reason. That gets mad every week. I agree with you. Oh, yeah, it again, and she's coming this week uh, or tonight as as we record. So you will you will hear you'll probably see her last night if you hear this uh, the next day. Uh, I, I think it's the Bills too. Uh, the, the question is though, the Chiefs are the default favorite because the Bills' defensive injuries. I think it's a hundred percent. But I do think the Bills because they, they've played well against the Chiefs in the past, deep into the season. Most impactful injury a team has suffered so far this year. I think I know where Lewis is going. Yeah, you don't, you don't got to, and you know it already. It's not even. That's it, asking me is a waste of your time. Asking yeah. me is a waste of your time. That's <laughs> absurd. That's absurd. It's, it might be at the quarterback position. Okay, I was gonna say the same thing. I mean, I, I can't think of anything else. Maybe the other one I would say was Austin Eckler. Maybe the Chargers end up sneaking out a few of those games if they he wasn't gone for those uh, what three weeks that he was out. So no, I think that that's a little bit. But I do think Rodgers is the obvious answer. <laughs> Rodgers is the obvious answer. But, you know, looking in hindsight, I'm not sure how – I'm not sure how great the Jets are. I, I just – I'm not. So, I, in hindsight, I did think they were they were going to be – they were going to be good at the beginning of the season. But now that I look at it – Dan's just, just trying to take the uh, – he's so, trying to take the limelight off of Bill Belichick. That, that's no, what, no, no. What, what injuries – He's trying to take the light off of Bill. 
Oh, Salah's the co- the coach that has to go. So oh, stop. I I actually think it's Nick Chubb. I honestly do. Like an impact uh, because because uh, I'll tell you why. Deshaun Watson has not been very good, and Nick Chubb has been really the huge bright spot on on Cleveland, and that offense hasn't gone since he's been out. So I, I really think that Nick Chubb is a way huge, huge. And I get Rodgers is a big deal. There's no question yeah. about that. But Chubb Chubb is the straw is the straw that stirs the drink to the Cleveland offense. Yeah. He just is. Yeah. Who'd you take first in fantasy this year? Uh, yeah, that guy. Anyway, let's move uh, on. If uh, number three, if Kirk Cousins is traded, where would you like to see him play, Matt? The Patriots. Since, we, oh. since we are living in the Patriots, and this ain't enough. Uh, yeah, that'd be fantastic to see him play the Patriots. That's an interesting answer. Low. Yeah, you know where. You know, I don't have to answer this. This is ridiculous. New England. No, what's with the Jets? The Jets? The Jets? I was like confused. I thought you were. This has been a troll job from you ever since we got on the mic. So I'm, I'm now I'm I'm triggered. I'm sorry. It's okay. No big deal. Uh, so the Jets. The Jets would be the answer. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. That would make sense. That would make sense. I would love to see the story come full circle and him go back to Washington. I think that would be awesome. That would be cool. That That would be really cool. Yeah. See him like, and the Vikings get all his picks back, and he like leads him to the playoffs. I think that would be actually kind of cool. That would uh, be. Which team needs the number one pick the most? The Bears, the Broncos, or the Patriots? We're not allowed to be biased here. It's it, I'm gonna be. It's the Broncos. I mean, the Broncos feel like they are in one like the worst situation in football. I just really don't know. They like where do you go from where they're at with Wilson's contract and. And now we've got Peyton and invested, and it's like, where do they go from here if they don't have a new quarterback to work from with Sean Peyton? So I, I think that's bad. You know, Peyton, you know, Bears are in a weird spot anyway. They they need a, a full rebuild. It looks like as well. I mean, they're already working on the rebuild. Uh, Patriots, they wouldn't do anything with the number one pick anyway. So, they would trade it. Um, they would trade yeah, they it hundred percent. They would trade it away, and they'd go get like like. You know, some random quarterback like Cam Ward at Washington State. They would never draft Caleb Williams number one. They would trade that in a heartbeat. Uh, I agree. I think the Broncos are probably uh, the thing. Low, really quick. Uh, clearly, the Patriots would trade it away. That's that's uh, you know, no chance, no chance. So easy. I don't Easily. think any of the teams that you posted would actually take the first overall pick. The Bears aren't going to do it. They're going to trade it away. Uh, the Broncos aren't going to do just, it. They just they just traded it away. They yeah, it's not going to number one. No, it's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Man. They got the highest probability of getting the number one overall pick. Say that. No, they got they got two two lottery balls here. Uh, of the quarterbacks drafted in the twenty twenty one class, which of these quarterbacks do you give a second contract to right now? Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, or Mac Aroni Jones, as you like to call him, Mac Aroni. <laughs> I mean, it's it's none really. It's you got to get you got to give it to one. <laughs> none of these one. guys are second years. Justin Fields. Oh, yeah, it, 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 it was Justin too Fields. easy. The answer is Justin Fields. The answer is Justin Fields. Yeah, they don't win with Justin Fields, and I hate to say it. I, I hate. I, I'm sorry. They have not proven that they can win with them. Zach yeah, Wilson, you know that million. situation. I would rather the Patriots. I would rather the Patriots just. And if we're doing hypothetical, I don't want any of these guys to get second contracts. But if I if this is my choices, I'm going with Mac Jones because yeah, they've shown. No, because they've shown. Are. They've shown that they have gotten to the playoffs with this kid. 
So that's why we do it. The other teams have not done anything with their quarterbacks. You can roll your eyes all you want, but it, it's Mac Jones. I'll roll. Uh, in my opinion. I'll roll. Who's, don't play me. Who, I'll roll. Who's, who's the best team in the AFC North, Matt? I don't know. I think as of last week, I will now say the Bengals because if Joe Burrow is healthy in the rest of the way, I think that that's it because these other teams, all these other offenses have struggled, but it's not because of their quarterback was injured. It's just they're just struggling. Luke. The Steelers. Who's in first? They got they're in first. first. But yeah. are are they like the best yeah. team in the AFC North? Like Matt Biani, if you hear this out there, the Steelers are the number one team in the <laughs> AFC North. They are the team. Yes. Let, let it be known. I'm still on the Ravens. I'm still on the Ravens. I, I I do I don't care that they lost. Like you said, Matt, that they had so many drops in that game. That that game was such a classic Steelers Ravens game where the Steelers find a way. That's just one team. I, I don't. I still think the Ravens have the best overall defense, offense, special teams. I, I think right now that's where they're at. What about the AFC South? You know who's the king <laughs> of the South now? Uh, Houston Texans. CJ Stroud. These guys are rolling. Uh, that's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. Beat the Jags and lost the Colts. And it's very difficult to say who is the yeah. best team, Lewis. It's been a long time since we've decided upon the AFC South. <laughs> it's got to be C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans. Does it have to be? Yes. No, it is, though. It is, though. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. It is. It is. I still. What's wrong with the Jags? What's going I on? Like the, I like the Jags. I, I, no, my answer is still Jacksonville. Right. But what's wrong? Something is wrong, though. They're just inconsistent. I mean, I, it's total inconsistency. I don't think Lawrence is a problem. I think they've had a terrible play call on this year from Peterson. That defense is – the defense is not – the defense was like a rising unknown defense last year, and it, and this year it's it's not uh, – It just feels you know, like people know it. it feels I, I think people I think people are figuring out – I think offensive coordinators are figuring out their defense in the tape. That's what I really – I honestly think that that's the issue. They've been inconsistent. Fair enough. Uh, rank the NFC teams and stop when you get to the Detroit Lions, man. It's pretty. It's it's just where they were as favorites, third favorite team to win the NFC this year. It's 49ers, Eagles, and Lions. I mean, that's the top three, and I don't know if anybody's super close to knocking them out of that spot right now. Lou, uh, Niners, Eagles. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's all. That's all I got. That's uh. Yeah, they're right there. They're right there. They're fantastic. Their team is fantastic. Um, Jared Goff is actually a good quarterback. Who would have thought? This? Who would have thought? Yeah. Niners, Lions. That's where I'm going with. I I do think that they're playing better football You're, whoa, right whoa, now. Whoa, 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 they're whoa, playing whoa, whoa. better football right now than the Philadelphia Eagles are. Even though Philly is winning, Philadelphia's played some piss poor teams. You're Vikings, off, uh... Patriots. Uh, even even um, even uh, what was the team they played? Washington, they almost lost. Um, you know, I, I'm not off of Philly. I'm not off of Philly, but I think Detroit is playing better football than Philadelphia is right now. More consistent. I'll, I'll tell you, the, the Lions have played almost nobody though. They have, but but so is Philly. So we're going to see this week a little bit uh, with Lions are playing a little bit better of opponent in Tampa, and then ask you? Philly, ask Philly you. will play Miami next week. Go ahead. Can I ask you real quick? Yeah, sure. Remember last week when I said that we're going to talk about Brock Purdy as MVP? You know what I'm saying? He's, what, 7-1 to one now to win MVP? 
Yeah, I, say, I hope you. I hope you took that when you took the future when you took the uh, Super Bowl future because pretty good, Brock. That Brock. went that went up a lot after last week, or went down a lot, I should say. I agree. <laughs> if their teams finish with losing records, which of these coaches is most likely fired? Josh McDaniels, Ron Rivera, or Bill Belichick? Belichick, no doubt. <laughs> Get him out of here. Get him out of here. He's done. He's out of here. Yes. There's no yeah. opinion on that. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I think Ron Rivera is definitely out of town. Uh, I think I think I think he's done after this year. Some some bad coaching out of him. McDaniel, you know, too many other franchise ties to McDaniel's, and uh, you know they don't. I don't think uh, he's going to move the owner, whatever the freaking that idiot's name is, is going to move on from him fast. I think he's he's happy that he locked him up. And then Belichick, uh, I don't know. I think that he's got one more quarterback rebuild left in him. I think that that's what the that's going to be for the Patriots. You think they'll keep him on? I, I think it's McDaniel's. I don't think that that coach, that owner, has uh, as many any more patience. They've gotten worse since Rich Basaccia was the head coach. Um, so it's and I hate saying that about the guy because I do think he's a good offensive mind, but he, he's just not performing right now as a head coach. Uh, if Bill Belichick is fired and wishes to coach in the league next year, which team should hire him? Or let's put it this way: Where would you like to see him coach? The Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> that would be – with Jerry Jones and Bill Belichick, that would be amazing. They have a great relationship, both of them. So, and of course, they do. Lou? The New York football giants. That's where I'd like that to – That would make sense. That was my other call. Make a little bit of sense. That would make sense. You know, they did bust his butt in two Super Bowls. That, that, that. It would look good. It would look good. Bill Belichick would have an orgasm to get back to the Giants. He would love that. He loves that organization. He's in love with it. Oh, what? Uh, He'd have he, a what? Yeah, you heard me. Uh, he I went with a. I went with a realistic answer. I think of the teams that could have new coaches next year. I would love to see him. He would go to a historical place with bad weather, Chicago. He would be in the Bears, the George Hallis thing. Uh, he would be all into the history and the, on the old grass field football, and and it would give him the opportunity to run that camp yeah, but, offense again with Justin Fields. That's what. He yeah, does. but yeah, but Dan, he wouldn't have a good quarterback. Who cares though? It doesn't. No, that's perfect. That's he, that's what he wants. He can win. Useless he thinks, without a quarterback. He thinks like he thinks, without a good. Hold on. Hold on. He he thinks he can win with bad quarterbacks. He thinks he can win. Yeah, but he can't. But he thinks it doesn't matter. He, that's what he thinks. He's no, no, you make a good point. You make a good point. You make a good point. Dan, you're giving Mike McCarthy too much job yeah. security, saying that's not realistic. <laughs> okay, fair he's enough. Certainly on the hot seat. He, he is on the hot seat. I would. I, I think I could see him in Dallas. That would be wild. All right, this concludes the ten questions. We'll do it again in a few weeks, and uh, let's get rocking and rolling on the picks, Matt. You are the winner from a week ago. You are now fourteen nine and two. I have dropped below 500, 11, 13 and one right now. Lou two four and one. The under the weather though is five and zero. Oh. Magic Money par- Line Parlay loses one four and one up point one units. So we're, we're, we're still, above water. We're still in the green. Still in the Did green. He? He? So yes. Well, what was the under the weather? Five and up. Can you tell us again? Five <laughs> and zero. No, and it might might get to six. Tell us no, again. It's, it's no, tell me six. one more time. Might get no, to tell six. Me no. one more time. Might get to six and zero this week. In fact, I think it will. Let's get bowl eligible. Uh, Matt, pick or punt. <laughs> Uh, the way you want to take on the board this week, I got to punt it off to you. you you're begging. No. You're begging to receive. I'm going through. I'm receiving. We're going right at it, full throttle on offense. Here we go. 
as is my, I almost took this one out, but I, I don't know if I'm public on this or not. But this ain't no Pop Warner defense, Joe Burrow. I'm taking the Seahawks plus three in Cincinnati against the Bengals. Oh, no. And we started off with a race, but it ain't no Pop Warner defense this week. Cardinals had so many chances to cover that game. Burrow benefited from one of the worst defenses in football, sitting in zone all day, sitting back, letting them pick them apart. He still got sacked a bit, and they only ran the ball at 3.1 yards per carry. Seattle is one of the best pressure rate teams and sack teams in the league. They're tied for six in sacks. They're fifth in pressure rate. They have two good young cornerbacks in Woolen and Witherspoon that I think will definitely be able to hang better with Chase than the Cardinals were able to do and, and throw off the timing of Burrow. Pressure combined with those corners, I really like this defense to hold down the Bengals. And Cincinnati's defense is going to have a much more difficult offense to play than in recent weeks. Seattle, ninth in pass block win rate. They're second in early down success rate so far this year. By the way, Cincinnati getting a majority of the tickets. I think it's 58% of the tickets. And Geno Smith is an underdog. 20-14-1 against the spread in his career. I don't love it, but I'm going straight at it because I think Cincinnati, I, I, the more I watched that game, the more I thought, Cincinnati only won this game because they played an incompetent defense and the Cardinals really had a chance. I'm taking the Seahawks off the bye plus three. Cincinnati, 62% of the tickets, uh, Seattle, 58% of the money. So you, mm. you're actually not public there. You are sharp side there. Um, mm. I don't know. I, I don't know about this one. I really think Joe's back. I really think Joe, I don't, yeah, that Cardinals defense is really bad, but uh, Seattle plays a ton of zone as well. So I think that that's going to be a huge opportunity for Cincinnati to come at them and attack them with the zone. Uh, I don't think they're going to have Higgins back this week, but um, I can't get there with you on Seattle. I Fair enough. Also the weather. Factor in the weather this week. It's going to be messy and windy in Cincinnati. All right. that's what You do have, again, talk about that under the weather. You actually have weather now. Like this week, we got weather Finally. all over the place. I'm sure you've you've been looking at Doppler's all out week. of those domes. Those domes last week. We had it's like so few chances, man. I know you had like four games to pick from. Uh, this one, I also don't feel great about. This one, I can tell you, I'm probably very public on. But this just this, I had to get here because it's a spot play, and I think the spot you have to take this side, and you've got to take the Colts plus four Ooh. against the Jacksonville Jaguars. This has come down. It opened up Sunday night at five and a half, quickly down to five. I think by, it was four and a half by like Monday morning. And, and we're now we're sitting and looking at four. Uh, but this, I mean, definitely public side here on this 76% of the tickets on Indy, 94% of the money. But we are in uncharted territory with a team staying in London for two weeks, coming mm. back on a hangover and trying to get regulated and, and play a football game. Uh, 11 times, this one comes from Brandon Anderson, the Action Network. 11 times, uh, teams come back from London without taking a bye week. All of those teams were either tied or trailing at some point in the fourth quarter of that game. So we're getting four points here. We're not backing a favorite. So, you know, if we're tied, we're in a good spot coming into it. Divisional dog matchup here. So we're, that's another, you know, spot that we look to take this on. And then you have... Peterson and Lawrence against the spread numbers, not being greatest favorites usually throughout their career. Peterson 25 and 31 against the spread as a favorite. Lawrence is three and seven as a favorite, which includes 0 and five as a favorite of four points or more. He's only four and six straight up as a favorite. Um, so, you know, not, not a great chance to even, you know, win these games outright. 
I know Minshew's playing this game, but Minshew's undefeated in every game that he's had to come in this year. He started one game, won it, and he's come in the other two games and played played well. And I really like the way Shane Steichen's got this team playing. Like they're they play really hard. Like they don't they they feel like they don't give up on games. The defense is tackling really well. So I'm gonna take the spot play here. Jaguars come back a little London hangover for being there for two weeks. Uh, and we got to the Colts plus four. Where were you on September 29th, 2013? The last time the Colts won a game in Jacksonville. It, mm. it has been a long time. Uh, I do not fault you for this game. I had this power rated pretty close to this number, although the Jags were definitely uh, on the side. Uh I don't know. I, I can't get my head around that. Is it a Gardner Minshew revenge game of some sort? Yeah. And it's his old team. You know, I, I don't know. I hate the fact that Richardson is not playing this game. If Richardson was playing, I'd be way more inclined to take it. But I, I just don't know what to do with, with Minshew and how they're going to run it with Taylor back and Mock. I don't know. So I have to stay away from me, but I can see where you're going from taking the Colts now. I like it. Yeah. Uh, let's go to number four. It's that time of year, Matt. We got to get in front of the train because this number has been flying. And I might have a sickness. I might have a little stomach issue and need some Pepto-Bismol because there might be brown in my pants, but brown's on the field. I'm taking the browns plus eight and a half. I'm stepping in front of the train. I'm stepping in front of the 49ers. This is too much. It's just too much. There's no reason at this point. This is open at four and a half and has climbed all the way. It was at seven this morning. It's now all the way up to eight and a half tonight without Deshaun Watson playing in this game. And it looks like it's going to be P.J. Walker. This is very scary to walk in front of. We got to fade that Sunday night winner. We got to fade the undefeated team. It's time. It's time. It's time to bet against the undefeated team, right? I mean, that's what we have to do. And look at these ridiculous ratings of the Cleveland defense. I mean, Cleveland's defense, number one, defensive completion percentage, second yards per attempt, first pressure rate, first yards per carry, fourth rushing yards per game. I'll continue. First third down defense, first in opponent's red zone attempts per game, first in defensive yards per play, first in time of possession, first in opponent's drive time average, first in opponent's scoring drive percentage, first in opponent's punts per play, on and on and on. That's ridiculous. I mean, what they're doing is ridiculous. And I I believe in Jim Schwartz. I believe in the talent of this defense. And I think this might be just a a wet, nasty, windy game that affects Brock Purdy a little bit. Brock Purdy is 8-0 at home against the spread. He is 2-3 against the spread on the road uh, in his career. So it's another weather game. I think it's going to affect scoring outputs. And here's a fun little stat from the Action Network. Teams that lost by 17 points and are playing a team that won by 17 points the previous week, 109, 73, and four in the last 20 years. That's 60%. I got to do it, Matt. I don't have a lot of reasoning offensively, but this Browns defense is too good not to not to hold the 49ers down a little bit. I'm taking the Browns. Yeah, I could. I, I'm hearing this here and there online, and, and you got to take this number, and it's floating up, and I agree with that, but I'm just not willing to – like, P.J. Walker played in the XFL a couple years ago. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, this is this is just crazy against this juggernaut of a team. I don't know if this is the week that they slow down. So, good for you for having the cojones for putting this one in here, but I, I'm staying away from this game. 
million miles an hour at the wall. That's all I'm doing. Just trying to trying to make a buck. Number four. You're gonna hate it. I already know what it is. But I think I already I mean, know what it is. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Maybe you know. Uh I think the team on the other side of this one is a fraud. They haven't beaten anybody. And I think that a lot of people in that NFC list that we were giving out earlier would have said, you should have put the 49ers, the Eagles, and the Cowboys up there before the Lions, but the Cowboys are frauds. We're back with the sickness. We had a bye week. <laughs> Give me the Chargers plus Shock two and a half. Charge me up, baby. We're right Shock, back. Shock there. therapy. Shock therapy. Here it is. Shock, shock therapy. But I mean, Dallas. I mean, Dallas's wins are looking just less and less impressive as we go along. The only three teams they've beaten, they played four bad teams. They lost to one of them. They lost one of those games outright to the Cardinals. They beat the Patriots, Jets, and Giants. That's looking like three of the five worst teams in the NFL. And now you've got the Chargers coming to town with their passing attack after Brock Purdy just torched them last week. Uh, you know, they have horrible passing numbers. Uh, the, the Dallas defense has horrible pass numbers against them besides anybody that's not named Macaroni Jones. Zach Wilson in his very first start coming back, or uh, who's the last? Who's the other? Daniel Jones. Forget about Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Danny Dimes. How can I forget? I mean, Brock Purdy went seventeen to twenty four for two fifty two and four on him. Josh Dobbs didn't throw for a ton, but he was super efficient. He was seventeen to twenty one for one eighty nine and one. They and the Cardinals also ran for two hundred yards in that defense. The 49ers ran for one hundred seventy on them last week. Um, and I just think that the, the passing offense of the Chargers is going to be absolutely elite in this game. They're, they're top six in all of these passing categories. Uh, 71.2% completion percentage, which isn't all Justin Herbert, because remember, Keenan Allen threw that sick touchdown. So uh, that's bumped up a little bit from Keenan Allen's numbers. 7.9 mm -hmm. yards per attempt and 269 passing yards per game going against this Dallas defense. Now, I know what you'll tell me is that the the – Defense of the Chargers is very good, and I get that. And the Chargers are allowing – I'm going to M&M this one. I'm going to eight-mile this one. Get in front of it. Uh, the, the, the Chargers are allowing the second-most red zone trips, four-and-a-half trips a game. But they're decent from that point in. After they allow those teams in, they're only allowing a touchdown 50% of the time. The Cowboys defense is allowing a touchdown 55% of the time in the red zone. And their offense in the red zone for the Cowboys has been putrid. They are uh, third lowest in the league, 37% of the time converting in the red zone. And they just don't have this offense figured out. They were ma they have masked this team up by beating on three three bad teams, um, losing to one bad team, and then getting smoked last week in the Pornyers. I know you're not supposed to fade the, the winner, but Dak's also bad in primetime. We're back in primetime again on Monday night. He's been brutal in these spots. I think the Chargers roll up here and just in a shootout. Mm. I I honestly, Matt, you know it's going to sound crazy, but I've been I've been looking just through numbers and watching the Chargers and being like. Their defense is getting better. Their defense is, is getting better, and I hate to admit that, but that is true. And I just remembered that of why would I ever think that you wouldn't take the Chargers in this game? This is the Kellen Moore spot. I mean, against like, ugh, 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 like ew. Kellen Moore revenge game. Oh my god! I just realized that I, I'm I'm sick. I'm absolutely sick for you. Uh, fine. And no, it's it's the right play. You're you're absolutely right though. It is it is the right play even though it makes me sick. 
I, I agree with you. It's probably I, – I didn't put in my leans, but honestly, it probably should be, right? Dan likes the Chargers this oh, week. Oh, yuck. Oh, I'm shocked there would be myself. Uh, all right, number three. And, Matt, you know, your theme of, you know, teams that you feel like might be overrated or this, that, and the other – I don't think this team is overrated based on what we just talked about. I just think it's a great spot. My favorite phrase on the show, maybe so far since we went down there. Fire the Canes. It's Tampa Bay at home. Plus three against the Lions. I I I love the Lions last week. And just like a good sharp wood, you get on and you get off. And in this case, we're off the ship. Now we're on the pirate ship. Let's get on to it. This game comes down to one single thing. The Detroit defense versus the Tampa Bay offense on third down. Detroit, third down defense, 10th in the league. Tampa Bay, 6th in the league in third down offense. They're 1st in the league in third down EPA per play. They're 7th in the league in conversion rate overexpected. They have been getting third down after third down after third down like clockwork. And to be honest, you talked about Dallas feasting on bad teams. Detroit has feasted on some pretty bad offenses and defenses. Green Bay, Atlanta, and Carolina have all been, by my metrics, rated below average to bad in my ratings. And only Atlanta has a comparable defense to Tampa Bay. And the Lions only scored 20 points on them. So uh, they played great defense against them. Mike Evans has to play in this game. That is a huge key. Obviously, that has to happen. But Tampa's defense... As good as that offensive line and an offense in general is for, for Detroit, Tampa's defense does two things really well. They're great in the red zone, and they get the ball. They get takeaways. They are first, tied for first with San Francisco in turnover differential. They are second in red zone defense as well as fifth in defensive passer rate. That's what they really want to do in this game. It's going to be hard for them to run the ball. I get that, but their defense can keep them in it by getting turnovers. And we know that Goff is an unbelievable, favorable quarterback against the spread. He's a fantastic guy. But like we talked about last week, his indoor versus outdoor splits, 28 and 14 against the spread inside, 33, 33 and two against the spread outside. I'm back in the box, fire the cannons and hoist the Jolly Roger. Bucks plus three. Make room on the pirate ship, Dan. Because Let's go. I'm coming aboard. Uh, I, I totally agree with you with Lions getting fat and happy in the past few weeks on some bad teams. I got some numbers to back it up. They haven't played a legitimate passing offense since weeks one and two when they played the Chiefs and the Seahawks. Thanks to those two teams, they allowed 277 passing yards a game, uh, 6.6 yards per attempt. They allowed four touchdowns, only got one pick. The last three weeks, you know, they, they were able to beat up on Desmond Ritter, Jordan Love, and, and, and Bryce Young where they kept them under 200 passing yards a game. They were down at 5.1 yards per attempt, and they had just as many picks as they had touchdowns at four. But again, Baker is averaging seven yards per attempt this year. Like, he's moving the ball downfield. He's got seven touchdowns, two interceptions. And again, to back up, the, there's not even just, you know, the in the dome and, and the outside splits for golf. I mean, just home versus away over the past two years, he's he's five uh, five points lower in completion percentage. Um, he's... Uh, his QBR is down 25 points from 107 QBR at home to 84 QBR on the road. And the big one is his touchdown percentage at home, six and a half percent on the road, 2.3% touchdown mm. percentage. So different player on the road and outdoors. 
Uh, again, we could have some weather down in Florida, I think, right? A little bit, little nasty little, weather little down there. So. Yeah, a little rain, a little wind, yeah. Um, but again, I, we Baker as a dog. It's another spot we like to take that dog mm-hmm. and Baker and, and just hear that puppy bark. So I love it. I love you. Want to go to the game? You still got that black hoodie? Yeah, right. Yeah, let's roll roll down there, get another quick flight. Roll down there, quick flight. If they win this game, I think you got to get the Baker Mayfield Bucks creamsicle. This is Ooh. a creamsicle game. This is a creamsicle game. It is game. a creamsicle game. Another great thing. Another, I mean, another point on the line, I think, for that. So <laughs> I uh, think so. I, it's, a, it's a big spot on the creamsicle game here. Me and Maddie up in the crow's nest. I love it. Uh, man, I mean, my number two is, I mean, water is wet. The sky is blue. You can set your watch to it. You can set your watch to McVeigh standard time. You know I was doing it. You know I was doing it. Give me those Rams, baby. Give me those Rams. Run it back. Run it back with a mind melt. Just run it back I with a mind melt. My number two pick as well. Let's just run it Come back. Come on. I can't. I mean, the line. Remember last week we said Arizona, the line makes no sense. They should be an underdog. Or I'm sorry, they should be a favorite. I, at least I said that, you know, against Cincinnati. And this week the line makes no sense. It's like Arizona is a seven point dog to the Rams. Like, who are the Rams? The Rams are two and three. Arizona's been playing, you know, playing decent, blah, 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 blah. You guys are mm-hmm. weird. Hey, uh-uh. Now, why is it weird? No, yeah, you're weird. That's all. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> hey, weird to me. Weird is just a derogatory term for interesting. Rams minus seven against the Cardinals because it makes no sense. The like the fact that this line is so big, and the reason is McVay ten two and one against the spread against the Cardinals. Perfect kind of game where McVay wants to squeeze the Cardinals out. On offense, Rams are 12th in the league in time of possession. Cardinals are 24th, and they are the worst penalized team in the league as well. Let me just give you a little bit of stats on how bad Arizona's defense actually is. 29th in the league in defensive completion percentage, 26th in defensive passer rate, 29th in pressure rate, 30th in third down defense. The Rams are 6th in red zone offense, while Arizona gives up the most red zone attempts per game in the league. They're 28th in opponent's EPA per play and dead last in opponent's success rate, being the only team in the league that gives up more than 50% success rate. Also, teams that are under 500, great great stat from uh, from the Action Network again here, teams that are under 500 and are seven-point favorites or more, 83 and 14 straight up since 2016, winning by an average of 10.7 points per game in the last three years, 37 and five. Sounds Straight good up. to me. Sounds, Sounds good. good to you. Maybe a little teaser spot, Lewis. Maybe a little teaser spot for the Rams. No. With, a, with another team, maybe. Uh, and also, Matt Stafford, since joining the Rams, is three and one against the Cardinals. He's won by seven, eight, and 23 points in those wins. I'm taking the Rams minus seven. Yeah, not to mention, I mean, you just, you, you know, you're basically right off my notes as well right there. I mean, the, the opponent success rate being the only team above 50% is is just a glaring weakness for them. And again, talk about just seeing Cooper Cup back in that offense, like just passing the eye test and offense, man, they were carving up uh, that first drive last week against the Eagles, the Rams were. And I think that they're going to continue the same thing, not to mention that the Cardinals lost their number one player on offense. James Conner. I yes. mean, he's the number one weapon that they have in offense. Now it is Josh Dobbs yeah. with uh, God knows who, like a bunch of no name running backs with uh, Demarcado. Amari uh, Demarcado uh, is coming in. 
Demarcado and, and Keontae Ingram, Ingram is yeah. another another bad player. I mean, you know, it's, so it's Josh Dobbs going against these guys. I think that they can score it well. I really think the Rams are going to be able to put up a ton of numbers here. And, and again, they're not going to. This is a team that they don't have to worry about pressure. They get right. Cardinals get under fifteen percent pressure rate, which is bad. Yeah. And so this is the exact kind of team that that offensive line is not going to be too bad of a problem for Stafford. Lou, you Lou, want to seem, Lou seem to have some comments on this. Yeah. No, I, I have I have questions for Dan. I, I, sure. I'm pretty. Uh, it's almost uh, football unrelated. It's, sure. it's very like uh, like what do you prefer? Do you do you like Seinfeld or The Office? It, it's very uh, you know we're talking unfootball related here. We're, yeah, this is a <laughs> what is is that the most unfootball? The the head coach. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know, I know, but Dan is. Dan's got his brain outside of anything that we could actually possibly uh, conceive. Like, Dan, what is what is your issue? What is your issue? Do you with, like with what I said? Do you like? Uh, don't do ask you... that stupid question again. <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't know. I honestly I to, don't know. I was like, with the producer, Arizona, Arizona, and the Rams. I mean, it is true. Like, it's it's two of my great loves this year, but the Rams have been the right. Uh, right. You know, um, yeah. number one. Number one, Matt, I have no notes on this game. I, there's no reason to bet this game the way I'm going to bet it because I'm going up against the, the darkest historical trend of the week this week, one that you're hearing every week. And that's to beat an undefeated team. It's up to you, New York, New York. Give me those J-E-T-S. Jetropolitans at Jetropolitan Stadium. Mad men. Number one. Number one pick of the week. Cornerbacks. Here's all I have. Here's all I have. Cornerbacks are bigger and might be able to hang with the receivers this week. This is the second straight road game for Philly. Hold on. Just let me finish. I promise I'll let you talk. Second straight road game for Philadelphia. I don't have any stats to back it up. There's just none. I have nothing. Break the 0-12 streak. Do it. Do it. The closest games that these two teams have played, their Jets are 0-12 all-time against the Eagles. The closest games were one-point games. Their first-ever matchup in 1973 and again in 1996. That was the only time they came close to beating the Eagles. But Hertz is still 9-13 and against the spread on the road. And home dogs versus undefeated road teams in the last 10 years – 61, 38, and 1. Since 2010, they're 88, 53, and 2. We're not missing it this week. We're not putting them in the leans. I'm done putting them away. This team is undervalued, and we're betting just like we did last year. Took Washington against Philly, plus 8.5 on the money line. This is the time. Eagles, Jets, and put it on the money line too, plus 7. That's not bad. That's not bad. I can't even blame you. Yeah, that's. Uh, I like this spot. It's a it's a lean, it's a lean for me. It's a it's okay. a heavy lean for me. I do like this spot for the eagle or for the Eagles to maybe drop one. Um, because again, the offense hasn't looked totally right. The offense hasn't looked hasn't looked great. It man, if if, if Bobby Salah is just cooking up, how can I stop the brotherly shove? He's gonna. He's if anybody <laughs> can find a way, maybe Bobby Salah can find a way. He's probably. I was gonna say he's losing hair, but he's got no hair to lose, so he's got to be pulling his beard hair out. That he's got it. <laughs> they have a chance. I get it. And I know it's Zach Wilson. 
Uh, but the Eagles secondary has been vulnerable. I mean, he might be able to throw Garrett Wilson. I think should be able to have some success in this game, you know, downfield. Uh, the Jets offensive line losing Elijah Vera. That's, that's hard. This one is the thing. One, that's, this is one that's, thing. That's, it's very scary. It bumped, it bumped it out from my picks to my leads. It's just the, the offensive line. I'm worried again, but Hey, you know, again, we had a down week the week before with the Eagles. Now they looked great again last week. I mean, they looked pretty good all year, but maybe just maybe the Jets find a way to slow them down a little bit on the pass rush, but that is going to be, that is the key to this game. Uh, if they can slow them down the pass rush, but I do think they will be able to limit the scoring of the Eagles and they just can't give them good field position because of the offense. They That's can get, awesome. let them get down, let them do what they did against the chiefs. Let them get down 17, nothing. I promise the Eagles will sit on it. I promise it's going to be a wet, windy game. That scares me a little bit for Wilson, but I promise you that the Eagles will sit on the lead. They, they won't bury it. I don't think that'll happen. So I like the Jets a lot. Matt, I am so excited to hear your number one pick. I'm crawling out of my skin because I'm nervous. I'm nervous about what it's going to be. I know what you think, that I've got Justin Fields fever again. I know what you're worried about, Dan, that I have That's not what I'm worried about. I mean, I am worried, but I'm not. It's not that. I thought about looking for swaggy Mike McDaniel, dropping another (laughs) 14-point spread on you. And you shouldn't be excited, Dan, because we're taking Joey Burr and oh! the Bengals going right up against no! the Seahawks, kid. Uh, you get you said that the Seahawks, you got to take out the Giants game anytime you talk about the Seahawks defense, oh, all right? Because you say they've got great pressure rate. They've got good sack numbers. They had 11 sacks against the Giants. In their other three games, they only had five. So it's not exactly like they're – destroying the quarterback or getting after them with great pace. And I don't, the, the, the corners, we, we liked the young corners. We liked how they played last year and their up and comingness, but they haven't played that great this year. They are allowing 6.8 yards per attempt, which includes the giants game. If you take that game out, they're allowing 7.6 yards per attempt. Uh, like I said, the pressure rate numbers are inflated. The sack numbers are inflated. And Joey B is right back to moving around, dancing on his little twinkle toes and getting out there and dicing up defenses. Uh, throws 10 yards down the field. We look back to week four against the Titans. Again, one of the games that he looked his worst. He was one of three throwing the ball down the field. He only threw the ball down 10 yards down the field three times, which is just not like him and not, you know, like an easy defense to scheme up against and stop. Last week against the Cardinals, he was eight of 12 for three touchdowns and he threw a pick. But he's able, he's able to get the ball downfield and move this ball. And I just, another one too, like we are down to the Bengals. Look, I, I, Saw this all in the season preview. They start slow because Joe Burrow's out of camp, and they've done this before. They started off the year one three and one against the spread. Their twenty games before this season, the Bengals were sixteen three and one against the spread. This is a great covering team. This is a great winning team, and I think the Bengals get the job done here at home against the Seattle Seahawks. You thought we were getting out of here with a head without a head to head, Dan. I did, and I knew I knew that was going to be. I said to you before the show, I said I think there might be one head to head. That was it. I also I thought, thought you I might... thought you were taking Minnesota and I was taking Chicago. Okay, because I thought that you were also taking maybe Philly again back to back no. weeks as a big favorite. So I'm glad that didn't happen, but I'm not happy that this happened. Do I need to read you the Arizona stats again? I mean, like I we can bring up Arizona, like the eye test. Like... Did, did, Joe, did Joe Burrow not pass the eye test last week? Did he not? He he moved, like he was able to move and yes. run. He was they not able put, to do that previously. Arizona double-teamed Jamar Chase and played zone everywhere else, and Jamar Chase still dominated. Like, it was 
I, I just I cannot get there and say after one week against a team that I have rated the third worst defense in the league, like I, I just I, I I can't get there. I just can't. And I don't you think had that Joe defense, Burrow in your Super Bowl before the year started. That is then, and this is now. We how many times did we say that? That is then, and this now. Look at the Patriots. That is then, and this is now. Well, I mean, that's just you know lucid you know pipe dreams. But yeah, seriously. But I will say, I will say this. I just, I don't think that defense is going to hold up against this type of an offense. I think this offense is way more balanced. They're going to be able to run the football on the on the Bengals. I, I really do think that. I, I'm, I, I really disagree with you. I and mean, you know, it's it's your five versus my one. So I've got I know more, it's, I've got more gusto. You do, you do, you have more conviction, which yes. I, I I do appreciate about you. Volines, uh, let's go to it. You want to go? I mean, I'm I'm betting on Mike Vrabel and plus four at you know on a on a out in London yeah. town. That's it, I so like I, I I like auto bet it because it was a home dog, and then I'm like, shoot, it's a freaking London game. But waking up, waking up, trying to get by a home dog, you know, a little little home cooking out there in London for uh, the Titans. Uh, I also last one out probably was Miami minus thirteen and a half against Carolina. I don't know how does Carolina one keep up with the scoring and like how do they get a stop on defense? I, it's like ugly to lay a big number two weeks in a row, but I think it's like just real simple looking at it. It's like how do they keep this? Is like we think it's the one of the worst offenses of football, or the worst offense of football right now is Carolina, mm-hmm. and how do they keep up with the scoring? I just don't know. I mean, they covered a double digit spread last week with two through a pick six, and they covered a double digit spread. Yeah. Well, that's my that's kind of my concern is like the Dolphins didn't really play that well last week, and maybe they're just kind of sleepwalking through because they know they're going to win this game. But I, that's my only concern. Like I'm right there with you. I, I think that there's a shot that they could easily cover this, but I don't know. I don't and, know if I can get there. Yes, and Jets and Bears. Bears would have probably been Bears. A plus plus three, but we're at minus two. So minus two. And I was I was leaning Minnesota. In fact, Minnesota was my last one out. It was yeah. I had to take it out. I See, just said there's too many, there's too many sharps taking the Bears, and I don't want to get caught in that wash. Like it, it is a scary game because it's like the you're, they're buying into the Bears after they just blew out Washington. They won their first game in forever. Minnesota just lost in a really tough spot. But they played well, but they lost to Jefferson. So there's so many factors to me. I'm just I can't. Fields has looked good two games in a row. Though. He's got eight touchdowns yes. the past two weeks. So weather weather's going to be a factor in this game. Yeah. Be he also factor. ran the ball last week. He finally ran the ball for more than yeah. 50 yards. He did. He did. I also have Houston in my lanes. Nah, uh, they say this is time to get off. I can't get off. I can't disrespect CJ and pick against him, but it's time to get off. I think the Saints <laughs> okay. defense is, is no real. <laughs> that is then, and this is now, right? That's what it is. It's, it's still CJ forever. It's it's a seesaw league. Uh, Atlanta, kind of like them against Washington. Uh, that home. game is so hard to pick. For it's me. a stinky game. Um, and then the the big favorite I like is Buffalo. Buffalo coming back angry. I know they're coming back from London. But they're they're going to be pissed. They're going to be really pissed about losing that game. And the perfect team to come in is the Giants. Dayball uh, coming back in. They're going to want to prove that they don't need him. Um, I know the defense is banged up, but man, I yeah. I just I think Buffalo could roll. Defensive injuries worry me. Like the pass rush should still dominate. Like they didn't lose any guys on the line, right? But they lose Milano, which is huge. Um, they lost Daquan Jones. That's a big loss. For okay. Yes, yeah, sorry. They did lose. They did lose him. Um, but 
I don't know. See if Tyrod's in, I might, I might end up getting in on giants on, 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 on late, the late night play. Give me, keep it within two touchdowns, G men. And we can just get a win here. So I don't, it is ugly though. Tyrod revenge game. Uh, last bills quarterback outside of Josh Allen to lead them to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So that's a fun one. Uh, let's go to the specials under the weather. Lots to choose from big weather in the Midwest, big weather in the Northeast. I don't think there's one better than this one because I have a good stat on it. I'm going right to Soldier Field. Give me the Bears and the Vikings under 44 now. Uh, I really like this one. 56 degrees, winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. The sustained winds will be 19 miles an hour with a 50% chance of rain that will get a little bit lighter throughout the day. Um, But it will rain early on and early afternoon and then just temper off a little bit. Here's a note on this game, and this is why this is important. Minnesota plays in a dome. Chicago obviously plays at the grass field, soldier field. So slow track, outdoor, bad weather. Games in which Minnesota and Chicago have played in soldier field. Of the last nine meetings, eight of them have gone under this number of 44. The only one that hit the over, 2018, was the last time that this one hit the over 44. Eight of the last nine meetings have gone under 44. So I'm going to take Minnesota at Chicago under 44. No Jefferson for the Vikings. I think uh, Flores will blitz a lot. And no Khalil Herbert anymore now for Chicago either in the run game. So they're relying on a rookie rush on Johnson pretty much. Um, yeah, I'm going with this one in the under. Okay. I like that. I I, I do like that. That makes a lot of sense. I know uh, you're you struggling. Know, Kirk- I know. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, so you get Kirk outdoors, you know, so that no like, I think that's that's that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I agree. I know you said you were struggling with making magic. Um, mm. I, I feel good. I feel like there's some big value picks this week. You said it. First team ends the Jets. First team in. Well, we gotta well, take down a big one. Go First team take is down the Jets. a big fan. Like we're we're getting ready to I, I it does feel like one of those big teams is going down soon. The Jets are legend killers. Remember when we, we had them when Mike White took down the Bengals? That was a big money line play. Yeah, that Mike was a big White. money line parlay winner, the Mike White game. But I'm bouncing around. I hate to do this, but I do think their best companion to pair them up with would be the Chargers on Monday night. I hate mm. to wait, just wait till Monday night. Mm. But I that's was a, hoping that's yeah. home. That's a home dog. You want Baker? I want Baker. Like I, I really the, do. the Lions, the Lions worry me a little bit though, because the Lions can That's come fair. out here and be like, "We're legit, legit," and the Bucks are a little like fraudulent. You know, the Bucks okay. are a little fraudulent as well. Because can I give you giant killers? You said Jet. <laughs> you said Jets beat the Eagles, right? What about the Colts breaking a curse against the Jags? That's that's a that's a that's a possible the giant killer Gardner Minshew. Yeah, why not? I say that as if I didn't have Zach Wilson in my, exactly. spot, my, spot, my number one spot. Like I can get any worse. I didn't, I'm not going to pick the Patriots. Uh, no, but please don't. Uh, yeah. I mean, the other one, the other options I'm thinking like Chicago Bucks, Colts were the other companions there. I I'm going chargers. We're going Fine. chargers here. Fine. I'll take We're going it. Chargers. chargers. Um, let me, I'm, I'm putting it in right now. Let me see what that gets us to. Uh, I think it's plus seven fifty. is when I just pulled it up in a second. So jets are plus two sixty. And I, again, I do hate to make us wait till Monday night, but hey, you know, it gives me a little uh, out spot. But you need oh, sorry, to get six fifty six plus six fifty six, okay. not seven fifty. All right, you need to get your Kellen Moore shock therapy, and I understand. 
I know we need a little more time. I just need a little more time, especially in so- this game. This game, I'm willing to grant it because of the situation. But we got to take down the whale first on Sunday. So, yes. you know, it's, it's taking down the whale on Sunday. So, but yeah, I, I, when you said it in, in the thing, I was already leaning like I've been wanting to go some big game hunting recently. And this, this one feels achievable. Jets and Chargers. But for record, that is, I, I'm, since I'm getting so close in all these, the round robin of the week, if yes. we want to just get in on it. Sure. Jets, Chargers, Bucks, Colts. And who's my last team? Who were we talking don't about? You, don't don't you do it? Colts. Oh, Bears. Bears. <laughs> Bears. I was gonna say it was literally this Colts. I'm like, you're not putting that man. You're not putting the Pats in. No way. No, no, the Bears. Uh, <laughs> let's do. Let's do. As if there's enough sickness on the show already. Let's yeah. do. Let's do the <laughs> bet the narrative. That's gracious. Let's do the bet the narrative, Lewis. Dan, what I don't do know. Dan, say. Dan, I have no clue. I don't know. I don't know now. Crystal no, Ball. I don't know. Crystal Ball. I feel like Matt stole it from me. <laughs> Matt. Crystal Ball. <laughs> Matt just took Matt's the, done. the bet the narrative. He said, no, I'm going to put it <laughs> in the... Okay. Uh, ah, all right. Well, listen. Okay. You going That's three hard. again this week? No, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm just you can't even find one. I can't find. What, what did you want Matt to do? Pick them all. Match, well, uh, let's talk about it? it. Let's talk about it. The Jets. I don't want the Jets. Take down the Eagles. Maybe I don't want. <laughs> you don't want to triple mind build it. No, no, because the Eagles what are going to charge the hell out of us. But the Chargers. Like I was going to say, yeah, Chargers over the Cowboys. Put the, put the Cowboys in their grave. No, the char- the Cowboys are going to win. The Cowboys are going to win. I'm sorry. Hop- Joe okay. Burrow's back. Is Joe Burrow back? Oh, are we doing that now? Right, is that what oh, we're doing? He's trying Joe to pit, us in, pit, pit me against everyone. Go ahead. Take him is Joe off. Burrow back? Are you sure? Is he the guy now? Yeah? Jamar Chase is going to all of a sudden be the fantasy option? Is he, is he going to be the guy? Oh, 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 oh. Dance. Right. So I took him third overall. <laughs> ah, bet the narrative. Bet the narrative. There's nothing left for us. The 49ers minus nine and a half against the Browns. It's up to nine, nine and, and a half. half. Oh, the definitely best now. Team in football. I want, I, I want San Francisco 49ers. And I told you last week. I told you that, and I won an extra point. Brock Purdy, the seeing, best quarterback. Go ahead, Matt. No, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm seeing 10 on draft kicks. It's crazy. I want nine, nine, maybe nine and, and a half. I just can't I'm, believe it's jumped. I'm taking I've seen nine, nine and a half, half what it is. on the Action Sports Network. That's what you guys told me to leave. Yeah, yeah. That's the consensus. Right. All right. I said this last week. I said uh, Brock Purdy is going to be in the uh, conversation for MVP soon, and, and Dan was like, what, 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 "What do you mean?" And now here he's in it. He's in it. So San Francisco minus nine and a half. Yeah. Oh, they're going to smoke him. Okay. They're going to kill him. They're going to kill him. Uh, is the Sean Watson playing? I don't think he will. Yeah. Based so, on yeah. the way the line is moving, it oh, this was at seven this morning. 
Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, they're not. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I got to get to three and four. I got to do something. So fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Maddie. Roll out. Roll call. What's the spread looking like this week? What's the sheet? Run them down. We got Colts plus four at Jacksonville. Uh, Chargers plus two and a half at home against the fraudulent Dallas Cowboys. Fire in the cannons on the Bucks plus three at home against Detroit Lions. Uh, McVay spot minus seven. The Rams uh, against the Cardinals. And Joey B back in the driver's seat. <laughs> minus three against Seattle. The Magic money line parlay. The Jetropolitans. And ah. the Chargers. I love it. Seattle plus three at Cincinnati. Head to head once again uh, as my number five pick. We're taking the – we're stepping in front of the train. Cleveland plus – nine and a half against the 49ers. So let it keep running. Let it keep running. I love it. Tampa plus three in the mind melt against Detroit at home. Fire those cannons. As we said, set your watch to McVay standard time. Rams minus seven against the Cardinals. It's up to you, New York. Number one, Jets plus seven at home against the Eagles. Under the weather, Minnesota at Chicago under 44. And bet the narrative. He likes the 49ers, Lewis does. Brock Purdy, MVP ticket, plus 700, and the Niners, minus nine and a half. Yeah? We're, attack- we're attacking this board this week. Unfortunately, I, you're I, not going to be able to go perfect because we're head-to-head, but can't wait. we're going to hit everything. We're hit everything. <laughs> Except Seattle. Except Seattle. Uh, dogs were eight and six last week, by the way. Unders were nine and five. So still, you are profitable when you're betting the dogs and the unders, as usual. Mm. let's see what happens maddie let's see what happens in week number six godspeed my friend godspeed to you daniel lewis i love it basketball in two weeks hockey tonight everybody's excited i've been watching more hockey but uh yeah my my first love is coming up quick so you know beautiful i love it let's all let's all love each other as we've talked about many times that's going to do it for the Sunday card week number six edition. We hope you enjoyed it. Follow us on Twitter at the Sunday card for the picks at 1230 PM on Sunday. And of course on sports country radio as well until next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Thank you for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next week on the Sunday card. The Sunday Card Podcast is co-hosted and directed by Dan Zampano, co-hosted by Matt Silbreth, and produced by Lou Paracone. You can listen to The Sunday Card on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also listen to us on Sports Country Radio at sportscountry.net at 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. on Saturdays, and again at 11.30 a.m. on Sundays. Follow us on Twitter for all of our picks throughout the regular season, at The Sunday Card. And remember... If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.